0: Bandwidth for the Frog Pants Studios Network provided by Z-Hosting at zhosting.com. Providing reliable and affordable web solutions to everyone. Visit zhosting.com. That's Z-E-H-O-S-T-I-N-G dot You are listening to App Slappy Podcast with Scott and Eric.
1: Attention. Scott and
2: Eric. No.
1: Derp.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to App Slappy. This is App Slappy, the podcast for app store addicts, covering all the hot news and reviews for your iPhone, iPad, or iPad, or iPod Touch needs. I'm Scott. And I'm Eric. Welcome to episode 58, everybody. It's Tuesday, August 17th, 2010. And Eric is sleepy.
3: I'm I'm, I'm getting getting my second wind.
0: All right. Second wind is good. Third, Third wind is trouble stay away from the third wind all right well let's get started we got uh, plenty to talk about and all kinds of great stuff to to do so let's go news in the news it's been confirmed well not really close to confirmation that we really are getting a Verizon iPhone. I know we're sick of the rumors. Let me just get it out of the way right now. Chat room, I know you're listening and thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to talk about Verizon rumors again on this stupid show. And I'm here to tell you, yes, we are for a minute. Because something has come up that seems to lend uh, an incredible amount of credence to the idea of an iPhone (laughs) 4.1 or something coming very soon. So here's the deal. An Apple source informed someone, specifically someone on a website on at ComputerWorld.com, uh, that there's something very interesting going on way deep down within iOS 4, which we all have on our phones right now, is a fairly intriguing block of code in the device. Uh, excuse me, if the device is either a CDMA phone or an iPad 2, the device will auto activate. Hmm. this block of code has uh, has appeared every time. Uh, before a major iPhone I, or a device release, this allows the products to be field tested without having to activate. So there's this little bit of code that refers to an iPhone, CDMA, and iPad 2 in there. So CDMA <clears throat> possibly being tested. Now, some people have said, well, if this is, you know, it could be just code that's in there that's part of the Asian market and they're doing CDMA style phones there anyway. You know their own spin on it or whatever. So this may be a reference to that. So there's some some explanations, pro- you know, that are that are floating around. But we the this source has been told by a separate source is the plat- that the platform code of the CDMA iPhone is N92AP and the platform for the next gen iPod Touch is N81AP. So a little bit of confirmation about what these codes mean. The link in the show notes will actually show us or show you what this you know what we're looking at. And it's all a little mumbo jumbo y But it seems like this is, uh, I don't know, something to bite on, chew on a little bit. Don't you think? Eric?
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you there? I don't know what you want me to do with this <clears throat> bit of information. We've been down this road so many times. We it's have,
0: like... but look, finally it's saying, look, here's some code that says people are out field testing these devices. And second of
3: all, what do you think about an iPad 2 already? Yeah, but it's like, remember the iPod Touch camera oh they look they made a space for the camera in the, the thing it's definitely coming out oh, this taiwan company is making cases for the ipod touch that has like a hole for the camera do we have an ipod touch with a camera no yet?
0: no but that's rumored okay. rumor too
3: like I know, la- it's last always a, there's always a rumor with all this stuff and there's always like codes <laughs> and freaking code words and look at the it's just like Like last week, last week we had that
0: rumor that Apple this week, or no, excuse me, that last week during the week we were supposed to get an iPod event, and that didn't happen. So I'm, I'm with you. I get it. I totally get it. I just think it's interesting to sort of speculate on stuff that isn't overt rumors like, I heard a guy at a factory say they're making cameras in the iPod. It's not that kind of thing. It's more like, oh, whoops, there's this code that's in every phone. refers to these two devices
3: it seems i don't know like it's got more weight maybe but it's still it's just like (laughs) i don't know how many years it's been years i know it's been like since the first year really it's like you know 2010 or definitely the january 2010 it's gonna be uh an iphone on the verizon network and still all right i
0: want to at least ask you this question so let's just say that this is some kind of proof or that this is you know foreboding evidence that something's coming in the way of a Verizon iPhone. Does a Verizon iPhone effectively either hurt or kill, maybe not kill, but hurt Android's chances since they've got a strong foothold in the Verizon platform, you know, Verizon as a carrier? Does this hurt them to know that, oh my gosh, an iPhone on that network means we're no longer the 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 reason, the, the thing that people settle for on the Verizon network because they can't get an iPhone because they refuse to go to AT&T or some other reason or break contract or whatever, now they have no excuse. How do you... I mean, you and I obviously would pull an iPhone over an Android if we were on Verizon, but do you think that's a, I don't know, a threat?
3: Well, definitely for sure. But the thing is about the whole Android uh, issue or whatever, they have so many different ones out there. Well,
0: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's like droids how many- and
3: uh wonderfuls and HTC this and that. Yeah. So, you know, there's still gonna be more choices of droid phones there, but having it on the Verizon network is definitely gonna put a little kink in their armor as far as like how many as we've been seeing through throughout the last couple of months about how they are making a an inward decline in the in the iPhone market as far as like their sales of the iPhones are because the, the Android is growing so quickly. Uh, so But it would definitely hurt them, I would say. Well, my
0: brother-in-law sure. is like, I'd have an iPhone right now if it was on that stupid network. If yeah, it was on the I'd have Verizon. an iPhone right now? I'd have an iPhone. IPorn. <laughs> <laughs> iPorn. But look, so, did you hear the thing about the Sony phone? The PlayStation phone? No. Oh, dude. So this is rumor, too. So this hasn't been confirmed. But supposedly... Sony's working on a PlayStation phone. It would play games as well as be a phone. I'm I'm trying to b- b- forget that Nokia tried this and failed miserably. Uh what was that the Engage? Engage. I had one. You did. I didn't buy it. Someone sent it to me to test a uh beta test some game and I got to keep it. So I still have it somewhere in a drawer. I never activated it as a service, you know, on a service, but I tried games on it and stuff. It was pretty terrible. It was a taco, dude. It was like holding a taco up to your head. Anyway, uh my point is the the but the big part about this rumor isn't so much that Sony's trying to muscle in on the phone market. I mean, they already own Ericsson or there's whatever that arrangement is, so they already kind of have their foot in the in the worldwide market anyway. But the the significant thing here is that this PlayStation phone sh- is supposedly based on Android, so it's using the Android operating system. That's a pretty big deal.
3: Wow, interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's all rumor and conjecture and there's stuff there's stuff people are pointing to 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 show evidence and stuff, so the same as this kind of thing though, so maybe it's nothing maybe it'll never happen um but you know if if Android continues to grow and has some strength and some staying power, then why not? Why wouldn't Sony use this as a as a platform instead of developing their own or going with some other you know lesser smartphone o s or whatever I'm mean, sure makes sense, and apple's not you know and apple's not sharing their <clears throat> stuff with anyone so
3: Well, it's interesting because you think Sony would just kind of modify their current uh, PSP operating system or their PS3 operating system. What and leverage Uh, it for the phone? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's such a bad. You know, I like my PS3. I like how it works.
0: Yeah, but for touchscreen, it would be kind of dumb. I mean, the crossbar. Yeah, I'm just saying
3: they'd have to modify it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but I can say I'm, you're just like swiping through your menu type of thing, photo video, you know, music. Yeah, the, com-
0: the cross bar or the cross media bar thing or whatever they call that on both the PSP and the PS3. I I'm fond of that. I think it's fine. Um I kind of prefer it over other choices in consoles in terms of interface, but I don't know this is the fact and maybe and they could still do that I mean that could still be their chief interface and I'm
3: talking like they got some great you know like they have Hulu on the PS3 and Netflix on the PS3 you know those are some great apps for a phone you know yeah
0: yeah I don't know I don't know we'll have to see Android could be the thing that I mean everybody who's pissed at Apple they're looking at Android and going "Ooh, we could tie ourselves to that train you know what I mean because they're kind of yep. like the the anti, not really anti-Apple, but it's like this alternative that's strong enough that if you're somebody who's interested in seeing Apple suffer a little bit, why not make your next device, you know, based on this hot new property? I could see that. I can see yeah. everything from here. I can see it. All.
3: <laughs> I can see clearly now. <laughs> oh, dude, sing it. Is.
0: Dude, go. Get us more and more. No, that's good. That's okay. it? Oh. That's
3: how you get All right. Scott oh, yeah. is a dog. <laughs> 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 That's
0: a good throwback. So, oh, the classics. Lastly, does a new carrier do anything for me and you? Would would this, if they came out and said, oh, yeah, the antenna thing's fixed and it's CDMA, which is this, and then you can do Verizon and contracts are up, would you even consider switching?
3: The only thing I would be like concerned about switching. And I know Verizon is looking at doing this with their new contracts and whatnot coming out, because uh, was rumored when AT and T did is the whole limiting your data plan. Yeah, they're all doing uh, that though, right? Yeah, the Verizon is going to be doing it. I think yeah, everyone, everybody's like we crying foul about Apple doing it. I just like, dude, read the article. Verizon's right behind them. They're yeah. going to be doing the same exact thing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um, how this stuff goes. Text rates yeah, go up. But right now,
3: it. like it's like. I have unlimited on my iPad and my iPhone. So if to give up that service to get a limited data plan, I don't know if I would do that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Weak
3: sauce. You know, cause now that I'm like actually streaming Hulu on my iPad and my phone, you know, my data's usage is going up. And so all right. that'd be like, and I don't really have that much issue with the AT&T network.
0: I don't really either. That's why I'm. That's why I bring the question up. I mean, I'm not really suffering in any major way, and I have unlimited data on there now. So if if they came out with a phone and said, "Okay, here's our data plans," and they're not, there's not an unlimited plan, I'd probably hang on to my my AT and T contract because I'm not really having issues otherwise, and I don't want to lose that. Um, yeah. On the iPad, I'm not that concerned because it's mostly a Wi-Fi device. Even if I upgrade, to, if I whatever their next iteration is, even if that's got. 3G or whatever service. Well, you
3: don't have a 3GS, so of course it's only Wi-Fi. Well, no. What 3GS? What are you talking about? I mean, you're that 3G. Your your iPads on a 3G. Oh right,
0: right. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm but I'm but I'm still <laughs> it's saying, primarily
3: Wi-Fi. It's only Wi-Fi. You know, it I'm
0: I'm Wi-Fi. saying even if I got one with 3G, I would use it mostly on Wi-Fi.
3: I'm not okay, I'm not worried about saying.
0: yeah. I'm not worried about overages. Is what I'm getting at. Um, if I did that. You don't when
3: leave I, your house with it, is what you're saying.
0: Right, very often. Occasionally I do. Well, like today I did, but I was on Wi-Fi even there. So whatever. Uh Computerworld.com had a bunch of these rumors. I will link to it in the show notes. You people can decide for yourselves uh when we put that up there. And we'll have it in the show notes on our site, appslavie.com. So go check Yay. it out. All right. Uh another quick question before we move on to reviews. When do we think we're getting our iOS 4 updates on our iPads? This is driving me nuts because I thought we'd have it by now. And I know Steve said fall. um, But according to OSX Daily, we're not getting this till November. (laughs) And again, some of that's based on rumors again. Rumors? Yeah, I kind of wish Apple was less rumor-based. Like, I wish they'd just come out and say, "Um, yeah, we're kind of shooting for September. We don't know the exact date yet, but that's the plan right now. We'll make sure to let you know. Why can't they do that? What's wrong with doing that? There's nothing wrong with that. That's not overly transparent. That's
3: not giving away trade secrets.
0: It's just letting us know.
3: But it's like they're not going to release something until it's ready, I guess. Yeah, but
0: you at least give us an indication. I guess they
3: have. They said fall. Yeah, they said fall-ish. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that. What's interesting is, uh, yeah, definitely the. it'd be be great when you have the... uh, the OS 4 on the iPad. I noticed the notifications work so much better on the uh, OS 4 compared to the uh, the iPad. Really? Oh yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because they just hurry up and do this. It drives me nuts. I want that so bad on there. Um, the the there's an interesting rumor on this OS daily dot com uh, article that says could the release of iOS 4 for iPad coincide with the release of an updated iPad? Um, They go on to say that's what some of the rumor mill are saying. It doesn't seem too unlikely considering the current iPhone 4S features the iPad doesn't. Most notably, twice the RAM, dual cameras, FaceTime support, and et cetera. Let's see. Uh, uh, By the way, the iPad would be perfect for FaceTime because it's just a Wi-Fi thing anyway. So why not, you know, for all those Wi-Fi people. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, the resolution, the retina display, all this kind of stuff. So there's some prominent features on that phone that are not on the iPad yet. And they're suggesting that, hmm, fall. November holiday season.
3: Ah, dude, I'd be so pissed if they came with an iPad too Ugh. the same year yeah, as that I bought, picked up my iPad. That would bother with a freaking me. Retina display. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> you know what I would do? I would keep using my iPhone 3GS until next year, <laughs> and I'd get a new iPad. <laughs> dude, that's what I'd do. I'd
3: be so mad.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean. I don't know. That seems a little pushing. Six
3: months later, come out with a freaking retina display, display iPad, the camera, front facing camera.
0: What's the closest they've done with this sort of thing before? Have they ever done that with this stuff? Like it's always a
3: year between phones.
0: There's only been one iPad.
3: There's, there's no way they're going to do that. I mean, first of all, it's so hard. I mean, to get an iPad still to this day, it's still hard. The 16 uh, Wi-Fi version is just so hard to find anywhere.
0: I know. My wife had to, when she got hers, she had to wait like two weeks after ordering it for one to come in. And when she went to get it, it was the only one that came in. So good times.
3: Yeah, they're still selling like crazy. I mean, yeah. somebody tweeted a picture of the Apple store in Manhattan, the Fifth Avenue one Yeah. with a, a line for a line, not to buy an iPad, just to touch the demo unit. <laughs> And they were all sold out of all iPads in the store. And yeah, this was when, like recent? This is like last week.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Good for Apple. I hope that they, I can't imagine they're like, all right, we're going to do a new iPad already. Here you go. I don't yeah, know. That seems crazy.
3: Uh, I've been reading uh, The Walking Dead mm, comic series So on good, yeah. Ah, I just, I, you, I love my iPad. You have me
0: to thank for that, by the way.
3: No, I have, I have to Mark Mark's back. Thank you for hooking me up there.
0: <laughs> he didn't even know about that comic until I told him.
3: Yeah, but who got who hooked me up with a comic? He did. <laughs> exactly. What did you do?
0: I would have been happy to. I didn't know you like comics.
3: I dude, I said hook me up, and you were like totally ignored me.
0: No, whatever. I did not ignore you. Hook me up, babe. Okay, the shiny thing on the floor. I didn't hear you. I didn't do that. <laughs> he did. I didn't do that. Anyway, uh, uh, we'll link to that article as well cuz that's that's
3: interesting idea and I I think is Apple's it's kind of like a little slow. I mean the iPhone 4 came out and the, I mean it's been a big year for Apple but it's like in technology years type of thing it seems, seems like Apple needs to come out with something big soon. Really? Maybe. That's I don't interesting. Know.
0: That's interesting take. I don't know. I mean you you're right they did have a big year. But and, they t- and they're bleeding edge sort of innovating. I mean, the iPad's making everybody scramble to make iPad-looking things. And everybody wants their, you know, there was no such thing as anything near the iPhone until the iPhone came out. And now there's a million people trying to beat it at their own game. So if anything, I feel like Apple, they reach way out ahead well, and then everybody else plays catch-up. Well, catch as on.
3: like doing the show, do you feel like there's a lull in the news? Oh, for sure. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think that's just summer tech,
0: tech, gaming, um, and other sort of stuff like that. They all suffer in the summer, news-wise. I don't know why. I mean, occasionally you get some big thing, like in gaming, you get StarCraft 2, which is this, you a know, huge blockbuster. And in tech, you have something like an iPhone 4 coming out in June. But beyond that, I mean, it's kind of a slow news cycle. It's just not a not a big time for all the big stuff. In the holidays, it gets crazy. Spring and first quarter, second quarter stuff gets crazy, then it goes dead again just the way it is I'm just guessing I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> All right uh enough about that let's do reviews I And mean, I just lost my place over here Oh yeah here reviews.
3: reviews Let me
0: reviews Let's do some reviews I've only got 2 this week shocking I know Actually, What? You only have 1, right?
3: No, I got like a freaking uh, streaming music app showdown.
0: Oh, yeah. Look what you did. I'm sorry, I didn't even see all that. All right. You did go crazy. <laughs> so I'll get my piddly stuff out of the way early here. Um, one is a game. The other is a utility. And I am really excited to talk about this particular game. It is called Fragger. You may have noticed it climbing the uh, charts. Here's a little, uh, little music. Can you hear that? Yep.
3: All right.
0: Anyway, uh, fragger is this game where you are a little army dude, hucking grenades, a limited number of them trying to blow up terrorists with your little grenades. And it's kind of a physics based, uh, if you're a fan of worms or angry birds, kind of a, you know, a lob, I, I always call them lobbying games. They're games. Where you're trying to do the right trajectory with just the right amount of power. It's all done with touchscreen and you kind of you can move your finger up and down for the meter and then the other direction and move the the angle and then you let go and then off goes your grenade and if you did it too high you try it again and uh, there's in the very first set the the desert set of levels there are 40 different puzzles to beat i'm on the last one and i am it's
3: stuck like- is it kind of like an Angry Birds type of thing?
0: Kind of like Angry Birds, except you're not trying to destroy, like knock down blocks or whatever to destroy people. You're just trying to kill dudes with grenades. And sometimes they're in really strange places and getting the grenade to where they are is a t- real tricky. And sometimes it's blowing up a board that opens up a new pathway. Sometimes the guys are buried underground. You're trying to roll a grenade just right into a hole so it goes down to this, you know, down to this cave and gets them. Sometimes you got to kill one guy first because when he dies, it blows up a board below him, which then opens up another hole for you to lob a grenade into to get the next guy. Sometimes there's more guys to kill in less in other scenarios. Uh, it varies in difficulty. gets harder as you go, of course. And level 40, I don't know how to beat it. I'm stuck. It's the last one in this whole set, and I'm pissed. I can't figure it out. There's this chain reaction thing with some explosives in there. I can't freaking figure it out. But I will. Um <laughs> it is one of the best games on the platform, period. And I know lately I've really been gushing about a few games, but this one has really got me by the goodies. <laughs> it's so
3: good, dude. I got you, got you by the grenades.
0: It's only a dollar, and it's so good. It's so worth that buck. Um, It plays great on the iPad, by the way. And is here's an
3: iPad version?
0: It's not, no. They don't have an iPad version, which is too bad, because I really really would have liked to have tried it. And I think if they came out with it, I'd probably still get it. Um but it will, and maybe they'll do universal. I don't know It that's, you know, been done before plenty of 99 cent apps go universal. So we'll see, but it is, uh, it plays really well, even in the two X mode on your iPad. And here's how I know that. So I've been playing the crap out of the iPhone version. I had it on the iPad just from a sink. And I thought, Oh, let's just see how this plays. And I found myself like two hours more playing into this thing on levels. I've already beaten on the phone. I mean, it's that addicting. It's so much like, Oh my gosh, What does it take to beat this? Oh, I beat it. I can do one more. I can do one more. I can do one more kind of thing. And it's so easy to pick up, play, put away, pick up, play, put away. It's the perfect portable game in that way. Absolutely love it. I'd take this over Angry Birds any day. Whoa,
3: those are big words.
0: Any day. I think Angry Birds is a lesser game. I really do. It's not the same kind of game exactly. I know I'm kind of making comparisons and stuff. And people will. But it is kind of that aim mechanic and how much power do you put behind a mechanic and, and stuff. But there's it, the, the end result is a very different kind of experience. It feels very differently or very different, but uh, it, uh, it's just it's taken over my iPhone gaming. I absolutely love this game, which is why I don't have other games to review this week because I have games to play and review. But this is just every time I go to look at one, I'm like, oh, but I could be playing Fragger until, you know, a little bit more. And tons oh. of content for that 99 cents. That's the other thing. And it looks like they're going to do future packs. I mean, there's just, I, I can't say enough about it.
3: I love it. Well, I just downloaded it right now. All so. right. You're going to love it, dude. It's great.
0: Uh, so there's that. Uh, go check it out. Please, Fragger, 99 cents. Absolutely a slappy game, and you must get it. Uh, moving on to something that is based on our, our good mutual friend, Nicole Lolo Lolo. Uh, lo, lo, lo. she had recommended to me something called the Pomodoro technique. And it came in response to me complaining about how I never seem to get all the stuff I need to do done in a day. And she was like, wow, have you heard of this? It's called the Pomodoro technique and it's Pomodoro's uh, Italian for, for, uh, uh, tomato. And I'm like, what, what the, what the hell are we talking about here? And she, she sort of explained it. And, and what it came down to is this guy in Italy when he was going to school, was trying to figure out ways to get his work done quicker. So he comes up with this technique, and the technique is basically this. He took a kitchen timer, which for him was in the shape of a tomato, and imagine one of those kitchen timers like your mom had where you'd like twist it around and it would count down for like eggs or whatever. Yep. You set that thing to 25 minutes. You take something on your task list that you need to get done, and you hit that timer, and then you do nothing but focus 100% on that thing you're doing. Whatever that thing is, you do nothing else for that time. <laughs> total focus and concentration and when it's when the timer rings and when you're done um. and by the way there's desktop versions of this and lots of ways of getting this thing it's super popular and free and you know it's not hard to get a hold of information about this in fact PomodoroTechnique.com is a good place to get started and there's a whole book there and other stuff anyway uh, then when the 25 minutes is up you are to stop what you're doing and take a five minute break that might be getting up and walking around it might be you know, just resting your eyes. It might be reading a magazine or getting something to eat or whatever. Five minutes you get just to just let your brain, after it's been working so hard for 25 minutes, you reward it with five minutes of downtime. And when that five minutes is up, you come back. And if you're not done with the task you started, you do another Pomodoro or another 25 minutes until you've got it done. Or if you did finish it within that time, and that's kind of the goal is try to get as much as you can done in those in those chunks. Then you do another one. You're like, all right, well, this next task is I got to do this. Like I got to get this webcomic done or whatever. Bam, tick, 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 tick. And off you go and you start doing your next one. And after four of these, you take a 15-minute break. And you just kind of structure your day around these things. It's really working for me. Like I don't know if it's just – I may not be for everybody, but it's really well-suited to me because I tend to get really distracted and try to do five things at once and it never works out right. This is training me to be really focused, which is hard for me, really hard for me. So, um, super happy about the technique. Anyway, that's the technique. But I wanted a good iPhone app to do it with. And I found one called Pomodoro Pro. Now, there's a ton of these on the App Store, and they range from really bad reviews to sort of middling reviews. But the best reviewed one I found was this one. The only complaint most people have is that it's very kind of expensive for what it does because essentially it's a timer. Um. But one nice thing or feature about it is it tracks how many you've done. So if I've done four Pomodoros, it knows to do the 15-minute break. And by the way, these breaks are automatic, so you don't have to go do anything. When the 25 minutes comes down, it rings, and then immediately five minutes starts counting down, and you go do your break. You come back. And oh, okay. so, so there's a lot of automation and stuff. So it's really simple. It's a slick interface. It's really nice. It's, it's not I, – I think 3 bucks is too much. Um, so, so it's a big ding for me. It's probably a whole stars worth of score to take off of this thing. If I was going to give it five stars, I'll give it four instead of five because the price is just st- stupidly expensive for what you're getting. Ninety nine cents, gladly pay it. An extra two bucks just feels like milking me for what is essentially an egg timer. <laughs> so, you know, the technique itself, you could use an actual egg timer. You don't have to have some digital equivalent. But if you're looking to have it on the go on your phone. Uh, in a way that is pretty well implemented then I'm going to recommend Pomodoro Pro two ninety nine on the App Store now. And if you're looking for a desktop alternative, there's a there's one based on Air, uh, Adobe Air called Focus Booster. Just search, just Google Focus Booster. And uh that Air app is is pretty solid. It does pretty much what you need it to do. It's not quite as feature filled, but it is free. Uh, so recommend that for both Windows and PC users uh that's it for me so eric tell me i can't wait to hear this cavalcade of streaming music apps showdowntime.com, happy fun time japanese people island island yeah uh,
3: um first of all i have to make a correction we got so many freaking emails about
0: oh i know what it was about hold on tell tell me scott, was, what was it about was it this one right hold on was it this
3: hey scott and eric uh, I actually have a little correction for you. I own iMovie, and actually you can put your own music into it as long as it's DRM-free. Thanks. Dirt. Okay, is that the one? Yeah, that one. That's the correction. <laughs> so I totally, completely missed it. It's my bad. It was, I knew uh,
0: I knew that had to be the case, but weren't you also, once you figured it out, I saw you have the Eureka moment on Twitter. Yeah, but didn't like, didn't you pretty quickly realize that you couldn't adjust audio or any of that kind of stuff, or there was some other some other weird limitation on? Well, music? you can't
3: you can't adjust like you know say say a song that you want to use doesn't really get going till a little later, you know the section you want to you know sync up to some certain scene. Right, you can't like shift the track at all. Can you duck it though? It ducks it automatically.
0: Okay, all
3: right. It, there's an automatic ducking thing. Is when I was testing it with uh with my kids apparently they weren't speaking loud enough for it to do that automatic ducking thing that dime does so apparently but it does supposedly duck so well good Anywho. good so anyway, yeah, thank uh, you, you for all the feedback if, uh, yeah if your tracks are DRM free <laughs> you can put music in there people yeah. swamped our emails about this. oh my gosh it's like really i think we yeah it's like <laughs> it's like I'm going to be the one person. I'm sure nobody else is going to send this email to AppSlappy. I'm going to be the one. No, you're not the one. You're one of. Yeah, those.
0: but it's okay. They all. I mean, that's the thing. You never know if anyone's going to say anything. So, I think it's good. It really put Eric in his place, which I'm always happy to see happen. So,
3: good job. It's, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't get enough crap from Scott. <laughs> True that. All right. This is the latest final score. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, I have been like crazed with the, uh, streaming music services. Crazed. Crazed. Cause I really been, uh, using RDO a lot lately. And I got my, I got my, like I had a three day trial and I got it extended to like 10 more days. So I have 13 days total. So I've been really into it and I've been using it at work instead of my iTunes at work, been using it, the mobile app instead of listening to my iTunes whatnot. Anyway, uh, but then like I you know I've been talking about this on Twitter, but I have seen a couple of people tweeting me about other streaming applications mm. so I said, hey, I'll check them out see which see which uh see what you know compare them see which ones are better uh, so anyway, I already went through RDO, but I kind of went more and went, went, went in depth with it I tried the whole uh, desktop syncing where it goes through your local, iTunes library mm-hmm. and adds those artists and albums to your collection uh, up on the website. Very buggy. It doesn't work fantastic. It'll add the artist or the uh, part of the album, but not the whole album that was in your library. I don't know. I know the whole database issue. What it is, but it's very buggy. And the problem is you get a lot of duplicates for some reason, or um, also what happens with the RDO has this great thing. As for organized music when you're on their website is when you find an artist or an album you just say "Add to collection" and it's right there in your iPhone when you like you open up the application, you have all your collection right there uh really, really great. but the problem is is when you did this syncing thing, it adds albums that you have, but they don't have yeah so you have like empty, unplayable albums on your iPhone type of thing weird, so like why would you want that anyway? No, you would never want that. You would never want that. So that's kind of buggy. But I do like the whole collection. It's the easiest way out of all the other music services that I've tried of organizing your music. Um, And also what I love about RDO is when you're on their website, because each of these applications have what's called an offline mode, which means you can still listen to your music when you don't have an internet connection. Right. Which is fantastic for me because... It's how I like my, that's how
0: I like my video games too, by the way. I don't like the one, I don't like stuff where that forces you into an internet connection when, when, you know, no matter what.
3: Well, if it the thing with me when I'm, when I'm commuting into New York city, it's like, um, uh, when I hit the tunnel, when I go underneath the, uh, the, the Hudson. Yeah. Like I'd lose all internet connection for like 15, 20 minutes or, or 10 minutes or whatnot. So if I'm, If I'm listening to some a streaming station, I'll totally lose it. So, but if I have have if I'm listening to an album that I have in offline mode, I won't that won't happen. But the great thing about RDO is like you're on their website and you're looking through your an album or a playlist or whatnot. If you can say uh sync to mobile, so what happens next time you open up that application uh on your iPhone, it'll automatically start downloading those tracks and songs down to your iPhone automatically. Which is a pretty cool feature since you can activate it online. You don't have to actually do it on your phone per se.
0: Do you? Uh, do you agree that that um, this isn't well? It's sort of related, but in all these streaming um, service options, but even stuff like you know Pandora and others, where you're just streaming you know stations and whatnot, um, th- those are all really strong arguments. And what you're talking about today is a really strong argument for the continued use of an unlimited data plan. Mm-hmm. Um, because without an unlimited data plan, I'd be terrified to use these services all the time.
3: Yep. Oh, totally, ugh. especially. Um, I'll get get to the uh, the other service I I, I uh, uh that I use is one actually downloads to your phone. Like when you like rip stuff to your iTunes, what is the quality? What is the the k the k well, know, d- the kilobytes d- depends per on
0: your settings. I think the default is one ninety two. Uh, you can up it all the way to three twenty kb kbps if you
3: want, mm-hmm. but yep. I think the
0: default's one ninety two.
3: Yeah. So, or 128. Or 128. Is, yeah. Yeah. But this, the when I use, I use the one called Mog M O G Yeah. When you download, uh, you know, offer offline syncing, uh, tracks to your phone, it's in 320. Whoa. Which is great. It's fantastic. Super high quality. But that's a lot it's of. It's like an
0: eight megabyte. Uh, it's an eight megabyte file as opposed to what it would be with 128k it might be three meg or something.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's high quality, whatnot, but it's it's a pretty hefty size to be downloading to your phone. Um, so anyway, uh, I, so those are the, the thing about RDO has the best interface for organizing your songs. The whole download to your to your phone off the web thing is really cool. Uh, the problem with RDO is I didn't find a lot of songs slash albums that I did find on other services. And the whole, like, I don't know why they have the like, empty albums where you can't play it or anything on their site. Just take them out. Take them down. If you don't have it, don't show it, you know, type of thing. Mm. Uh, also, when you're searching for songs and albums on the mobile app, it doesn't display all the results for some reason. It'll just show the top ones, like the first first top four albums, but you can't really, unless you know the album's name, to do it to a you know, doing a, uh, a more s- specified search for it. Right. Just kind of weird. I don't know why they have it, but on the website, you, you know, they show all, of, show all of them for some reason. Hmm. Uh, the second one I saw, our nemesis Eileen tweet about Groove GrooveShark. Uh, our yes. nemesis, yes. Our nemesis. I should say RDO is a 9 dollars subscription service for the mobile app. That's also um,
0: getting the most talk, by the way. Like, there's a lot of chatter about RDO. Like, a lot of people yeah. seem to be, for whatever a, reason, they
3: have a pretty good social aspect too with the website. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But also, it's, uh, I should say it's nine ninety nine for the mobile application subscription monthly fee. If you're just going to use it on the web, it's like four ninety nine. So, oh, but it's right. like it's for me. It's like it's all about the mobile application because that's where I listen to most of my music.
0: And if you're using the mobile, if you're using the phone version, uh,
3: you get the web too. The the web bits thrown in, right? You can yeah, yeah, yeah. That's up. definitely all part of the whole deal. All right. So anyway, GrooveShark, which I saw Eileen uh, tweet about, so I wanted to check it out. She says she's been using it on her jailbroken phone for a long time now. Shame, shame, shame. Um, it's three dollars. Or a month, or you can, you know, that's pretty much gets rid of the ads. There's a few more VIP features you get when you pay, but not like a whole huge thing. It's, you know, the cool thing about it, it's very inexpensive. Mm. But the searching functionality on this thing is terr is horrible. It's <laughs> terrible. I thought you were gonna say terrific. I'm like it's ter- what? terrible. Terrible. All right. It's. I was just. I was. I. I was trying to find. Um, uh, this band that I I mean, really into called Mind in the Box. I freaking typed their name in. Their name didn't even come up. Like I even typed the name of the album, but f- I found one of their songs, which then I could click on their name to get to their artist page, and it was just like what? It was just like really bad hmm. for some reason. I did the searching function. I was like, what is going on here? Also, uh, with the uh, the Groove Shark thing is um <clears throat> you can't add like whole albums okay at the same it's a really weird you, type of thing where you have to create a playlist and save it and then jump all the tracks into a playlist uh and it's just kind of like it's not very uh in the whole like the mobile application for the offline mode you have to go to a setting and say switch to offline mode and then it charts downloading the tracks or just it just seems it's not quite there it's like you can't because like on the rdo when you say sync these to mobile it automatically starts doing it you don't have to switch anything or anything like that right yeah this thing you have to say okay i want to go offline mode now and then you have to switch it over and then i'll oh, download these and it's just like a weird uh, is an extra process to the thing of trying to get to the offline mode type of thing. It's not an a- automatic switching thing, which would be really cool. Um also I can't get the multitasking. I don't know if the app was like you're listening to music and you exit out of the application and the music stops.
0: Mm.
3: So that it sounds was like
0: that sounds janky, dude.
3: Yeah. So oh. anyway, it's the the good thing. Also, the thing is I did find some really rare tracks that I couldn't find anywhere else on other music services. So that's that's the pros are it's the cheapest and it has some kind of had some tracks I could not find on other the other services. So and apparently somebody in the chat room said the groove shark was pulled from the app store today.
0: Oh, really?
3: Interesting.
0: I wonder why. There was some secret way of tethering your iPad in there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that seems to be the popular thing to be doing to be pranking Apple with your hidden code
3: that lets you do that. Uh, but anyway, that's interesting. Uh So then sounds last like garbage. At least, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Is Mog, M O G. It's a 9.99 subscription. I think it still has like the it's the same thing with RDO, it's a 4.99 if you just want to use the web thing. Uh it's pretty good. It's it had like I was looking for the new arcade uh Arcade Fire album uh, on RDO and they didn't have any Arcade Fire at all Mm. which is interesting since they're kind of a big band Uh, Mog had all the stuff the new album was like fantastic Um, it is uh, it has a really cool kind of I should say back up and say all these uh, streaming services have has the whole Pandora type radio to it so if you have an artist it will look, try to find similar artists to put into your playlist okay. or your queue, your listening queue. That's good. The cool thing about Mog on their it is the mobile app doesn't have this, but the, the website does. They have a little slider bar. When it chooses the tracks, it can, it's like left. If you have the slider bar to the left, it will only pull from that artist. Okay. But if you start moving the, uh, the slider bar to the right, and then it will look for other artists that has a similar style too. That's cool. So it's kind of a nice little if you want to, you know, like get a little it. more, uh, more interesting with your music taste. Mm. Fancy. So Fancy. Uh, that's just cool. The I was gonna say, uh, it's really easy. The thing about this compared to the other mobile applications, it's really easy to add to start a queue up going. So you'd like to have a queue a couple albums up while you're out. Um, oh, well, there you are. The, you, the cut mog- you cut out. You cut out
0: for a, you cut out for a minute. You're back though.
3: Oh, oh. so. Um, but the thing is, the tracks are downloadable. Are like three twenty kilobytes, which are like crazy, crazy quality. It's like I don't even burn my stuff. I rip down my stuff at that. Do you?
0: Yeah, I do three. I do two fifty six. So three twenty is very rare for me. Unless I have some specific reason to do three twenty, I never do that. Well, I mean, only but only yeah. if someone needs it. But two fifty six is good for. But I, okay, if I'm doing stuff for shows, one hundred twenty eight, one ninety two, maybe.
3: Now I'm talking about when you get a CD and you're ripping a CD. Yeah,
0: when I rip a CD, 256 every time.
3: 256. Yeah. What do you do? Gotcha. I usually do like, for because like when I'm out and about, I'd probably do one 192 because I'm not gonna really sit there with like all the background noise going. Oh, I can really tell the difference between the quality of this track. If I was more listening to my MP3s on a nice set of speakers at home, yeah, maybe I'd do a little higher. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: Interesting. Well. Uh, so, of these services, are you done with that one? Yes, I'm done. All right. Of these services, which do you re- recommend the most? What would get the biggest uh, slappy from you?
3: It would have to be a toss-up between RDO and MOG. Uh, I really like RDO's organization and collection type of thing going on there. It's really easy to add artists and albums and all that kind of stuff to your to your. You know, to your collection and having that collection all available right on your phone when you uh, you know boot up the application is awesome. Um, but then, then again, Mog has you know better selection of songs, even though it's not it's not as easy to add stuff to your to your collection or your queue or what uh, or your playlist. You have to go through saving playlists to to save albums and whatnot. But they do have a better selection of artists so it's kind of a toss-up i like the interface of rdo better but mog does have some nice feature but it has more artists so it's kind of like up in the air for me right now i haven't plunked down anything yet to to purchase anything yet so no killer app just yet just that if they could combine mog and rdo together that would be the killer streaming music all right. mu- mu- music app, not Muzak, not the elevator music. <laughs> There's
0: no such thing as killer
3: music. <laughs> uh, we will then we'll give those to a collective slappy. There we go. Good yeah, job, the Groove guys. Shark. I guess it's not available anyway, so the point is mute. Yeah, sorry about that. And I do have an extra since we're on the, the whole music thing right now. Mm. I'm gonna ask you a question, Scott. Do it, Scott. Mm. Are you a fan of electronic music?
0: I love electronic music. You know that of
3: me. I dig okay. it. Yeah. There's a streaming radio application called Digitally Imported. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I, they have a Shoutcast server already that they've been running for years. That's interesting.
3: So they have an app now? They have an app now. <gasps> and let me tell you, <laughs> they have every single Freaking genre out there. But do they have this? Ah. They have that? Uh, If only you guys could see Scott doing his little dance there.
0: (laughs) Everybody on Justin.TV can see me doing it, which we're using tonight for streaming, by the way.
3: Not that they're sponsoring or anything weird, but... Yes, they do have that. All right. So they have, like... I can't. I'm right now. Ready? I I I'll throw out a thing that I've never heard before. Okay. And it is like horrible, and I don't know why anybody would want to listen to this kind okay. of music. All right. Oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Do it. Oh crap! Oh, it's called gabber. You ready to hear some gabber? Give me some gabber. You ready for yep. some gabber?
0: Do it. Oh, it's that kind of stuff.
3: Ready? Wait till it gets started. Oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> That's epic, epically uh, bad. Oh,
3: it's called Gabber. Yeah, that I, sucks. I like my it. favorite is like the breaks channel is really good. Yeah, I like I like the. Uh, um, uh, what else do I like? The uh, oh, they have uh, chip tunes also. Chiptunes, what's that mean? No idea what that is. Video game music. <laughs> they have a whole channel comp- for that. Nice, dude. For 8-bit video game music. Nice. I'd listen
0: to that. Yeah, I the stuff where it's just sort of like r- people raving so that they can die the night they rave. I'm not really into that. But I like... You know I like variety in my electronica, so that sounds good do they yeah, do so, they have any benny benassi
3: uh benny benassi i I'm sure they do, but you gotta figure this is a radio station, so it's not like you can i you have some hey. what's inside of me what's inside of me sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I highly <laughs> recommend it. You can get, you can, you can pay for, uh, uh, within the app, you can pay for get high qual higher quality streams of it, uh-huh. like, uh, 128K. Right now, you like, you get a, you get like three days for free and you get like a hundred, you get like 128K for Wi Fi and 64K over 3G. Yeah. But then once your subscription, once so that, that the, uh, the trial's over with, then you, it's like only 64K Wi Fi and, and like thirty two three G so if you want a higher quality streams. But I'd highly recommend it if you're into the to the electronica music. All right. I'll check it out. Sounds I good. I mean they to me. have like eleven different house channels.
0: No, oh, I love house. No not, nice not the T V show, the the music. <sighs>
3: Dude, we're missing our glow sticks, man. That's
0: crazy, and my pacifier and it's ecstasy coated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so that's digitally imported. I'd give it a big slappy. Oh, good. Oh, wait, you mean slappy? Yes, that's what you mean. You should have that vogue coated for the, you know. I should. What's wrong with me? Uh, hey, we
0: want to take a quick break here before we get to update corner and the rest of the show. I want to talk to you guys about Map Hook. Uh, they are sponsoring this episode of AppSlappy, and I'm really excited about these guys. MapHook is a journaling and social network application for iPhone and the web. Uh, this thing is really cool; let you take pictures. So imagine, all right. So we got Twitter. Twitter lets you kind of go, okay. Here's a quick picture. I'm at the I'm at the uh, the party. Click, and there's your Twitter. And if it's Facebook, it's like, oh, look at these eight pictures I took, and we had a really good time, and it was fine. So we've kind of got these little social networking tools. What these guys are aiming to do is a little bit broader, and it's it sounds really interesting to me. It lets you take pictures, write down thoughts, review stuff, and do a whole bunch of that, but then tag it on a map. So imagine, Eric, you went to a rave with your with your uh, pacifier and your glow stick. And instead of just tweeting, I'm on my way to the rave, I got my glow stick with me, you would say, I'm at the rave. Here's where we are on the map. So here's a little four-square action mixed with a little bit of multiple photo action, mixed with a whole bunch of journaling action without limits of 140 characters or less, you basically can document visually uh, and, and written-wise all the stuff you just did and, where, and what you're doing and what you're all about. And then this gets even better. Let's say you're really interested in meetups where people are really into Dungeons & Dragons. as is just an example. Mapbook has a way for you to like, search for this stuff and find out where all this crap is happening. And of course, in those cases, you get pictures and a lot more stuff being said and all kinds of data uh, about where they are, where they're located and how to get there and everything else. Really, really cool. You can create all your digital memories right there online. Track your kid's soccer season. If you're not into raves, you can do that instead. <laughs> Talk about your new restaurant that you went to. Uh, Talk about some of the action happening at some big convention without leaving home. Whatever you're interested in, you can find it, do it, and share it with MapHook. It's pretty awesome. Um, So check this out. We got a deal for listeners of the show. Download the free iPhone app. There's an iPhone app. It's free. MapHook.com is the website. Create some hooks of your own in any category. Make a comment on your hook with derp in it. The famous app slappy derp. And they'll piss the... They'll piss. They'll pick... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they'll pick the best hook between now and the next episode and the person who created it will get a $50 iTunes gift card dude 50 bucks whoa $50 so between today and next week's episode 50 bucks could be yours without having to do much about it $50 what a deal uh I guess we're not eligible for that content. we probably are not which is too uh, bad because I could really use that 50 bucks on iTunes to buy the next $50 apps I buy uh but map will post on the app slappy forums by the way they'll be available there to answer any questions you might have about this so if you got any questions or any comments about map and what you've experienced when you go check it out you can leave it there again free app on the iphone go get it that's called map search for it on itunes you get there easy or just head over to MapHook.com. they'll have links to that and lots more information about how these guys work very intrigued about uh, map hook so check them out that's MapHook. m-a-p-h-o-o-k.com check them out today sweet very cool all right let's move on to where are we in our notes here we're at our uh, oh update our update corner up, update corner why i was so excited about map hook i lost my place hold on facebook there it is update 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 corner let's do an update corner facebook oh and you might say scott what are you talking about there's been no update in facebook it's the same as it was before
3: what is it you're saying? How could you say God, such a terrible thing? What are you talking about? There's no <laughs> new, new update. It's the same as before. You're what right. What are you talking about?
0: It hasn't changed at all. It's a piece of garbage. The app currently has problems. They have an update of those problems. It's uh, accepting people as new contacts in Facebook is kind of a mess right now. It just s- makes the app stop in its tracks and not do anything for like 30 seconds every time you accept a name. And if you have 50 names to accept, you may as well forget it and just go online and do it there. So I was frustrated, and the last time I went and checked Facebook on Safari on the phone, I just got the regular old web page, and you would had to zoom and mess around, and it was a mess, right? You don't want to use it that way. On the iPad, it's fine, but on the iPhone, it's like too much. So I was sort of irritated with that back in the day. So when this was starting to give me trouble again the other day, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go see if they've done anything. And lo and behold, Facebook has completely revamped their mobile browser version of the site, and it's awesome. It is is, is, it is as feature filled as you need it to be. And it's all JavaScripted out and very simple to do stuff. And accepting people is a breeze. And it's fast. And it's great. And it is now the way I use Facebook. Screw that app. I'm done with that app for now until
3: they update it. It's a piece of crap. It's I know, but most of us don't get 50 friend requests a day. I know, but even so if the you did So, you know, the, uh let's the, uh, let's say you've got two. App.
0: Let's say you got two, Eric. You want to sit there for a whole minute and wait for those, those things to work? It's ridiculous.
3: It's not that bad. It's that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Are you serious? I
0: will argue that it's terrible. I know that there are listeners who agree. You guys send your emails of support and let us know what you think about the Facebook app and its current state because it sucks. It's got problems. And it was great when it came out. But for whatever reason, either they're slacking on support or I don't know what, but they need to update that thing. So when they update it and it's awesome, I will sing its praises once again. But right now, it's got. I just spoilers.
3: want to know where the freaking iPad version is. Seriously, dude, don't need it. The browser because the
0: browser is great on the iPad. Yeah, but no. That's how I want to use Facebook. Is just like the web, and the iPad lets you do that. There's so many apps that just don't work there. It's like, oh, IMDb app, fine, but you know what? That works better as a browser on the on the iPad. And so when people say, ooh, when are you going to do an iPad version of your comic uh, app that we love so much on the iPhone? I say, probably never because it it's better on the browser. Like it's just, it's I don't know. It, to me, that changed that paradigm a little bit. You went from tiny screen to big usable screen, and that changed the way you would need certain apps to be.
3: You know what's really interesting I've discovered over the weekend? What? Like the mobile me application for the iPad is for the iPhone, right?
1: Yeah.
3: They haven't they don't have an iPad version of the mobile me application, right? No, they don't, right. So you have to double it up in size. So mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But yeah. I discovered when you're looking at photographs, the photographs aren't doubled up. They're actually in high resolution. Oh really? And I was like, what the I didn't understand how I did that. I didn't understand why I was doing that, but I was like, okay. That's kind of cool. Did you call Apple and say, what the hell are you doing? I, I don't, I didn't, I, I you th- you'd think the the images would also be doubled up pixelated, but there actually came in high res around this pixelated doubled up border. And I was like, okay, I don't know what you're doing there, Apple. Hmm, that is weird. They should update that. Yeah.
0: Apple sucks at updating their own apps. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's let our friend Amy Elk say what's next.
1: Here's your stupid app of the week. Derp. Derp.
0: Stupid app of the week this week. Abundant Pea Challenge. That's right. You heard me right. Abundant Pee Challenge. Thank you to Ryan S. who sent this in. And this is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. Let is me, it terrible? Let me tell you how bad it is. Are you the winner of the peeing contest, they ask on their website? Challenge your friends using the Abundant Pee Challenge. Oh my! Uh, you basically just hit go and pee in a toilet, <laughs> a fake little cartoon toilet, and it's you're supposed to hit go. You're supposed to time it or synchronize it when you're actually peeing. So, Eric, at that rave that you're at, you mm-hmm. you you put your glow stick in your back pocket and you put your uh, you're sucking on your your uh, ecstasy laced baby pacifier and you're in that bathroom and you you remember oh this I can pull out this app now and I can pee and while I do it I can hit the go button and it will track how long I go but it but it only goes as long as I hit stop you know what I'm saying like you still control it's like the phone doesn't doesn't know how long you're peeing you have to tell it so you go as long as you can go and when you hit stop it tracks your time and then you can like email that to your friend and say I peed for thirty-five seconds. Beat that!
3: Now I'm gonna go back and rave. Boo, 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 boo. That's how it would go. Wow, <laughs> that's like amazing. It's so a stupid ass, dude. So it was like you know, there's no way you could cheat at that or anything. Anyway, anyway <laughs> right? No, you couldn't cheat at all. <laughs> anyway. It's all based on the it's on the honor system. It's incredible. It's incredibly stupid. That is really stupid.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm displeased with uh, with anyone who would buy that and pay money. But it's a good thing they don't because it's free. So get it for free if you dude, want. Abundant pea challenge
3: available. I think you just use your pompadour timer thing for that. Pompadour? What? <laughs> What's your timer? Oh, Pomodoro,
0: <laughs> dude. My pompadour timer. How long can you keep your hair in the shape of Elvis's? That's exactly what that is. All right, moving on to some emails and voicemails. we got a bunch of voicemails this week. You guys have been just stepping up to the plate with the voicemails and emails. We really appreciate the feedback, so keep that stuff coming. Um, And I'll tell you now how you can do it. AppSlappy at gmail.com for your attachments. You can do your voice memo uh, app right there on your phone. Send those on. That's where you get most of our calls. You can also email us directly at that address as well. That's AppSlappy at gmail.com. Let's play a call about... Uh, Oh, we already did that kid about you not knowing about how to use iMovie. Yes. Yes. Thank
3: you, people. I do know how to use that
0: Got an an interesting marketing angle about a Verizon phone. This is kind of interesting. Check it out.
1: Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Dan from Connecticut. Just kind of want to throw my two cents in on the whole Verizon iPhone being the iPhone 5 issue. Uh, Well, I think it's kind of unlikely that they're going to introduce it in January and say it's a brand new iPhone model number. I did think of something. iPhone 5. What is the Roman numeral for five? What letter does the word Verizon begin with? Food for thought. Derp.
0: See? That's interesting. Can you see them doing that? iPhone 5. When the V turns into a Verizon V at the end, and they make a big deal out of it at the end of the thing. One last thing. Big
3: letter V. Ooh. Ooh, or not? <laughs> <laughs> I, he, you know, yeah, you know that you know. Actually, they Verizon and Apple have actually have signed a contract a long time ago. They have just been waiting for the iPhone five just to come so out so they could do so the full yeah. marketing campaign.
0: Yeah, and I just imagine how they could tie that into V, the TV series, and <laughs> uh, I don't know what else.
3: And then they get Veronica as the spokesperson. Oh my gosh. We have a brilliant idea.
0: V. Veronica for V. V for Veronica. Got it. Oh, isn't there a V for Veronica in a video game? Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil. Veronica, something. Oh, Code Veronica. Never mind. Sorry. Offshoot. Went way off in my brain there. Moving on to a Stitcher question.
3: Hey there, Scott and Eric. This is Brigham from Pocatello, Idaho. I have a quick question for you. Um, I have an iPod first generation touch uh, that I know it's old, but it still works pretty well for pretty much everything I do. The thing is, I went to download the Stitcher app this last week after you guys had your show, thinking it'd be great to check on some of the other Frog Pants Network stuff. But... Apparently, Stitcher no longer supports anything but 4.0 on the operating system. So I was wondering if you guys knew whether they were planning to fix that and go back and support first generation uh, and older, or if
1: I'm just going to have to upgrade if I ever want to use Stitcher. Thanks. Derp. Okay, thanks,
0: Brigham. He was uh, a nerdtacular this year. Oh, was he? Yeah, he came all the way down from Pocatello, which isn't that far. It's like five hours, four hours like
3: that yeah i came from freaking new jersey dude
0: yeah you flew on free miles i think that whole trip cost oh, you like a buck. i didn't
3: use my free miles because oh, i took i brought my my kids with me remember oh i thought that whole trip cost you like two bucks no i i refunded my ticket and brought my kids with me so oh. it cost me money
0: oh very nice
3: so i hope you feel guilty and a little bit we will buy me lunch next time
0: next june dude got big plans big plans Big plans. Big. It's going to expand this year. Anyway, back to this. What are we doing? Oh yeah, Stitcher. Well, Stitcher. Um, the answer is not a simple one. They, they like. I mean, I know you know some apps, streaming apps like Pandora and others have have remained uh, compatible or or a level of compatibility with previous OS versions, and they have opted to go uh, all the way the other direction and say, you know what, we're just going to do the the current platform. In the long run, I don't think that hurts them, but in the in the interim, it kind of turns people off a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. I think it's they they definitely have not made indications that they plan on doing any kind of retroactive fix to help out 3G owners um, that don't want to upgrade to four. Um, but I think even in that case, even if they upgrade, if you are using uh, the the old, I don't think the old processor is even supported um which is unfortunate. So I don't really have a good answer for you other than to say I'm guessing it's just a corporate decision where they're like, you know what? Do we really want to just, just so do so much legacy support when we really want to focus on the on this bleeding edge line of things? Um and I can see why they would want to do that, but it's it's probably in their best interest to, you know, maintain some of the older fan base. I don't know. It's a hard call. Literally. <laughs> Get it? Thanks, Brigham. Uh, We got a call about the ITV interface.
1: Hey, Scott and Eric. Zach from Canada calling again. Uh, With rumors of an ITV coming later this year, possibly, just wondering what your guys' ideas might be about an input device for the ITV. Obviously, it can't be touchscreen like the iPod Touch,
0: the iPhone, the iPad. Um, Just wondering what you guys thought about it. Uh, I know there was that 3x3 touchscreen Uh, that surfaced on the internet a while ago, and I thought maybe that might make a cool little remote for it. Uh, Anyways, just interested in your thoughts. I know exactly what they're going to do.
3: I know exactly what they're going to do, too. I'm I'm controlling my Apple TV with my iPhone.
0: Right, but they have to have something in there. They're not going to include an iPhone in there, obviously, so here's what I think they do. Your iPhone and iPods and iPads will continue to be a great interface for ITV. So you'll be able to option for that right off the bat. Eric will continue to use it the way he wants. However, they're going to pack in that new standalone trackpad they've been selling. That is going to be in there, dude. I guarantee it. You know what I'm talking about, okay. right? The yeah, yeah.
3: You're talking about the uh, the touch Ma- trackpad, Magic
0: pad or whatever the hell they're calling it. What yeah. are they calling that? Are they call it the magic pad? That's a terrible name. I hope they're not. I don't that. know what they're calling it. Is that what they're calling it? I think it's the magic pad. No, no, no! That can't be right. Ugh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up because it's gonna drive me nuts if I don't look it up. Uh, let's see if we can find it real fast here. It is called the uh uh oh yeah Magic Trackpad. That's what it's called. Let your Magic fingers do pad. the trick. Clicking, blah blah blah. People really like this, by the way. I, I'm I'm poo pooing it, but it's actually highly thought of. people really dig on it. So uh, I'm telling you, that's coming. That will be packed in with every ITV. Mark my words, people. Scott's prediction will be the one. Eric can still use his iPhone. So will I. But this is going to be in there as the option, as the default remote.
3: I think they're just going to keep the little little remote they use with the Apple TV. Hmm. You might be right. <laughs>
0: That'll be really sad if that's what they do. <laughs> but you're probably right. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for your emails. Again, that address to send your calls and your emails is appslappy at com. Let's do some written stuff. We got an email here from Christopher S. who says, Hi, Scott and Eric. I was wondering if iTunes works like Steam in the way that I can always download what I bought in case that I don't want to, or that I want to free up space on my PC, or if I lost all my files because my computer crashed. I have already been, or I've already made the mistake of deleting a bot song from both the computer and the iPod and can't find a button that says download your stuff or similar. Maybe I'm just bad iTunes button explorer. Please let me know if I am. Uh, Appreciate the answer from you guys. Love the show, Christopher. So, this is a question we, I swear we've answered this before but you can download anything you purchased previously, but I think you have to remember it,
3: right? No, no. <laughs> okay, give me the real
0: one because the, the way I understood it was if I lose a song or an app, let's say I lose an app, I lose
3: Fragger. I just, no, no, okay, wait, wait, back up the truck. Backing it up. Applications can be redownloaded. Oh, yes. Without you repaying for it. Music, movies, or anything else like that, Cannot be re-downloaded if you lose them. Okay. But you
0: still but what my point is, let's say it's just with apps. So he's right about so, your, your songs and stuff, you're
3: screwed. You're but, screwed with songs. But if you ta- if you're like talking
0: about uh apps, if you remember the app, no problem. But they don't have some way of going download all the apps I bought.
3: No, like the other day, no, they no, they don't have that. The other day, like if you're trying to download an application that you accidentally release, it will tell you and say, hey. You already bought this, <laughs> but you can download it for free, and that's like fantastic. Okay. You buy like I bought. Uh, AJ erased all the episodes of SpongeBob in his iPad for some reason, and he really wanted to watch this one. And the the episodes his the the kid's iPad is synced with my wife's laptop, which wasn't around. So I he really wanted this one. I said, like, I'll oh, I'll 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 buy I'll pitch in a dollar ninety nine for my kid's happiness. What can I say? I'm that type of guy. So anyway, I went on my <laughs> iPad and I downloaded this episode of SpongeBob you wanted to watch. And it said, hey, you already bought this. And I'm like, I know. But you know what? We're going to charge you again. Is that okay Is that okay? <laughs> like, OK. That's, so. that's brutal. Anyway, that's how it works with the music and the movies and the TVs and the whatnots.
0: That's terrible. Although I understand it, though. I get it. But yeah, your apps, you're okay. Just just remember what you're missing. (laughs) Uh, Hello, Scott and Eric says someone without a name. Right? Yeah, they just signed it derp. So there's no name here. I've had an iPod Touch 2G for a little over a year now. The battery has recently declined significantly. It only holds a charge for about two hours before it will die. Can Apple fix it? If so, how much will it cost me? Thanks for any help. Derp. Uh they do have a replacement program, and it yes, costs about as much as getting a new iPod
3: <laughs> <laughs> It does, which is kind of sad isn't
0: a hundred bucks I think something like that uh
3: well, the thing is i look at I'm looking online and it's and I have ones you can buy like you can buy batteries replacement batteries for the iPod touches like for like 15 dollars. Yeah, but like, then you got to know how to do surgery on that thing. It's horrible. Yeah, that's the, that's the big that's the big thing. The thing is, is do you have the? Did you get the extended AppleCare?
0: Yeah, if you have the AppleCare, then you're covered. So they cover battery replacement. Uh, you know what? I've always been torn on this issue with Apple. I love that they want to do design choices that are sleek, s- slim, and not with weird latches and stuff that can break and fall off and open. I like that design sensibility. But the limitations of battery technology make me not like that because when your battery does like what it's ha- what's happening here, you're screwed. You can't get in there easy. I mean, you can get in there, but it's a nightmare to get in there. Or you have to pay a ton of money to have Apple do it. And I, I don't know. I'm totally torn on that thing. I, I want the nice, sleek design. And I think one day battery technology will catch up to the point that Batteries last ten thousand years and no one cares, except environmentalists who don't want ten thousand year old batteries laying around in the in a trash heap. But anyway, you know, you so
3: want, what 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 type of iPad touch did she, did she say? Two G. Second generation. The first one, right? Like
0: No. It was the one after the first one. The second gen. Yeah, second gen. Two G. Oh, you're so, thinking two G like you're thinking like like the phone like
3: did she say how many gigabytes it is? Uh,
0: no, but it would be. It would have to be eight or sixteen. I think they maxed at sixteen on the second one.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's around seven eighty bucks to get it done. Yep. Well,
0: that's not that bad.
3: Um, or if it needs to be repaired, it will cost. If there's something wrong with the phone, it needs to be repaired. It will be like 149 for the 16 and 100 bucks for the 8 gig.
0: Or yeah, for iPod. I, dude, if I'm you, is this a girl? How do we know this is a girl? You keep saying she.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Does it, does it, <laughs> what's the email? What does the email does say? It doesn't
0: say there's a girl. It just says there's no name. It just says, yeah. I don't, it's just funny that you assumed it's a girl. That's cracking me up. What? There's no girl reference in there.
3: Where's my notes? I lost my notes.
0: I don't know. They're right here. I'm looking at them.
3: <laughs> I know you're looking at them. <laughs>
0: uh, I recommend a new iPod, personally. I, I I just can't see you spending 80 bucks and feeling good about it, knowing that you may be in the market in another year or two anyway. I don't know. Hard call. But uh, yeah, there's no easy way to answer the that. My name is
3: Clara. <laughs> oh, well, it's not in the
0: notes. You put those in there.
3: Uh, sorry, Clara. Sorry, Thanks, Clara. a she. You are a she. I win.
0: All right. That's better than the... I just referred to some really nice lady on one of my other shows as a dude the other day, and I feel really bad about it. But not because I thought they looked like one or anything. I just screwed up names. Anyway, there's that. Thank you guys for your emails. Once again, appslapy at gmail.com. Send those in. Frequently and awesome. I want to, again, thank our friends over there at... Uh, where are we? Map uh, I'm really excited about this. Actually, it seems like something I would totally use. And I like the idea of having it all in one place. Uh, they indicated to me that they've got great plans about the future and, and regarding how to like, tie some of your existing social networking stuff into this and making it all kind of jive together. Just something to keep your eye on. And that app is out in the store now, so definitely worth checking it out. So thanks again to them for sponsoring the show. Uh, we'll have more from them in the future, as well as that winner of the $50 gift certificate to iTunes next week uh so stay Sweet. tuned for that uh also our friends at uh, godaddy.com app1 app2 and app3 your code you know what to do go s- save money on domains that's all we ask godaddy.com app1 will save you some money go use it today uh website to visit is appslappy.com. again the email is AppSlappy at gmail.com i keep saying that one you can follow us on twitter eric's at twitter.com slash hawkitu or as i like to say Hawkito, which i think is the correct way that's h-a-w-k-i-t-o uh, and you can find, true. Me, find me at twitter.com slash extra life Eric any parting wisdom thoughts anything from you this week that we could all take with us to our graves or bed
3: uh, yes I do have one thing to say to you all what do you got this is what I have to say <laughs> gabber that's
0: terrible that is so <laughs> bad oh my gosh I'm getting that app just so I can make fun of that stuff that's such that's, that's crap <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for us. I think we're done. Thank you guys, everybody. Uh, we were going to do iTunes shoutouts, but uh, I think I'll hold off until next week because I'm too lazy to look at iTunes at the moment and it's late and we love you guys, but we'll save it for next week. So stay tuned for that. That'll be show number, what will it be next week? It'll be 59, Ooh, almost 60. Uh, so until then, everyone have a wonderful week for me, for Eric, and everyone who makes this show possible. We'll see you then. Later. Thank you for listening to Slappy. For more great iPhone, iPod, and App Store coverage and archives of this show, visit AppSlappy.com.
2: Hi, Scott and Eric. This is Jason from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I'm responding to a call you had last week about streaming music uh, from your iTunes library to your iPhone or iPod Touch. Um, there's a great app out there called Airfoil, which I use. Um, it's $25 for the app that goes onto your computer. Um, but after you get that, you can um, stream audio from your computer to another Mac or any of your iOS devices. Because there's a small free app that goes onto your iPhone that works great. And so you can put your iPhone into a dock or hook up the speakers in another part of the house, you listen to the exact same thing at the same time, whether it's video or your iTunes or anything like that. Um, it works great and we also with, now that we have multitasking, you can run the iTunes remote app also at the same time, which allows you to control your computer from another part of the house too, which works really well. Um, and then you can see the album artwork and everything else too. Uh, so I thought the caller would like to hear that and thanks very much. Hey Scott and Eric, hey I just wanted to throw out an app suggestion to you from your last
3: podcast you had mentioned uh, your annoyance with having a taskbar in the iPhone showing pretty much every app that you have uh, have opened since the last restart or I'm not sure it may have been ever since you had your iPhone. It's, It's pretty useless in pretty much I think everyone's opinion. Uh, anyway, this app is called Remove Recents and it'll, it'll remove all of those apps uh, unless they are uh, multitasking apps. It's uh, it's great and it's uh, free. Oh, but it's in the
0: Sidious store so you have to jailbreak to get it. Uh, I hope that might tempt you to move to the dark side. Tell me what you think.
1: Derp! Hey Scott and Eric, Fat Guy Walking in the Woods here. Uh, today I would like to tell you about an app for truck drivers which is super duper handy cleverly named Truck Stop Pro. Now it's like five bucks I think, but it's incredibly useful. It'll show you every truck stop in the country and it has a little feature that you could hit local and it'll tell you every truck stop that's near you. Oh yeah, and every Walmart in the entire country. You can see what exit it is off of the interstate. If you're driving on the state highway, it tells you how close you are to it. It links you to Google. You could Look at a satellite. See how shady the truck stops looking. See how big the Walmart is. You don't want those little dinky Walmarts, you want a big Supercenter. Okay, well I find it incredibly accurate. Oh, oh, also it has every way station and pretty soon it's gonna have load boards for guys that own their own stuff and wanna hire their own deal and do their own thing. Okie dokie, thank you for your time.